Hello, non-Patreon listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Well, I mean, there are Patreon listeners who are getting this earlier, but I don't really need to market to you because you're, you're Patreon viewers, so I've got your money. It means nothing to me. Oh, yes, sorry. So, look, we're in Bulgaria. We've had the time of our life on our Romanian Transylvania, even though Transylvania is part of Romania, but it's like a complicated thing that nobody really explained it to me, and I'm not sure what it means. And our Bulgarian tour, it's all been uh, great. We we finalise it here. We uh, also have... We're in Varna. We have... Uh, park for the first time well not for the first time 40 minutes into the podcast I shouldn't have told them the time now they can skip to it we should have just said it any time at some point at some I've already said it I think you got it wrong <laughs> oh good because we did overrun at some point in the podcast there's a discount code for a really special thing and that special thing is special um, and it's not just me graphically explaining to you how I am better at comedy than Joe Rogan is in every single way. Ah, but God, I would love that to be special. Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. And that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. They said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? Is this the Patreon or a public? This is public. Okay. I'm going to start with something that I will acknowledge I think should be cut out. Okay. Um, and we probably will cut it out. I watched Scarface for the first time in my 32 years on this planet yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I'm struggling to see why this is, this is a cut out worthy yet. I'm going to try and figure it out. They're very racist in it because it's... Oh, the, the Pacino accent. No, the, 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 the Pacino's accent is an incredibly racist accent, but even the terms that they use to describe each other. Now, this is a bit like um, on Short Circuit where they have the white guy being a brown guy. And he's like, I feel like a sweaty duck. <laughs> I don't know that reference. Do you know? No. He's like got a really thick Indian accent. He's meant to be Indian, but it's like a brown up white guy. And he's like, the one line I remember was I'm saying, I feel like a sweaty duck. Somebody browned up. In a Spielberg children's film, I. No way. I. No yeah. way. Really? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And then did the... So Can you not remember Short Circuit? Did you watch no, it? No, I've never seen it, but so wait, hold on. You're like, so, you didn't you're even look somebody, at it. Somebody appooed in real life uh-huh. and not cartoon. Yeah, I... That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> That's not on. But they did in Scarface? No, no. So, well, yes. I mean, obviously, fucking Al Pacino is yeah. not uh, Cuban. He's got this terrible fucking um, uh, Cuban accent. And they're using so many slurs during the thing to refer to the Colombians and the Brazilians. Are you going to cut it out because you like racial words to Spanish people? No. Are you going to like d- double down on your racism uh, and be no, like, oh, I no, love, I love calling them wetbacks? Is that what you're doing? Is that what you're doing? Uh, don't get me wrong. It's close to that. <laughs> it's okay. I can't, I, can't, I can't lie to you and say it's not close to your fears. You're fucking Latino markets. There we go. We want to get to South America. 
it doesn't come. <laughs> I promise you, I know I'm racist to the Spanish. I promise you what I'm about to say doesn't come from a place of hate. I promise you it only comes from a place of immaturity, ignorance, and silliness. That doesn't forgive what my brain did. But you know, when your brain does something that you don't just... Intrusive thoughts, man. Uh-huh. You're not in charge of your thoughts. Aye, but, but if that intrusive thought makes you smile. <laughs> if, if the side of your cheek just lifted a little bit and you're like, you had a little sparkle in your eye. Oh, the intrusive thought got through, Daniel. That's yeah. actioned. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Fucking 10 points to Gryffindor. That's my exact problem. So, in the movie Scarface, at some point, somebody uses the slur... You greasy wop. Oh, right. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I just actioned that. Right. I want to call that link. And that was like, man, that was racism before my time racism. Like, I, I, I obviously, as a fucking white man who lives in Scotland, has never truly heard even the term greasy wop. But it doesn't make it, to- it makes us want to use it against like someone like. Like Gareth or something, like, the person that's not about. Because, well, because you're so far removed from it. Yeah. Because that, that's, that's racist. Like, I wouldn't count that late. <laughs> I mean, Cullen would. <laughs> so, they used the term crazy pop. I was angry at myself for laughing at that term so much. And then my brain started, it created this song. <clears throat> Do you remember? Do you remember the milkshake yop in the UK? <laughs> Barely. Do you remember? Was it in like a glass bottle? Was it like one of them like Yakult ones? It was no, no. It was a big. It was a probiotic. No, no, no. It was a kid. It was for kids. Okay, right. And the the advert was, and their mouths would get really big. I remember this. The whole advert was these teenagers and these kids before they drink it. The whole concept of the advert was their parents would come in and be like, "What do you want?" And the kids would sing with extended mouths, give me yop, me mama, yop, me mama, yep. yop, for when the manning comes. And your intrusive thought that you sang with your mouth. Greasy wop, me mama. Me mama. Me mama. go. I'm not doing it, but you can. I, I can't do it. The point is, I'm, you just take it to the... <laughs> I evened it out. Sometimes I'm so glad this podcast isn't successful. No, no, this is why it's not. (laughs) No one's getting behind it. No, but like it's it's so we're in Bulgaria at the moment. We've uh, we've done three days in Romania. So we started off in Timisoara. If you've listened to our Patreon, you know we were in Timisoara. You're gonna talk about. how like, you were like, oh, we'll come back every year after this, like every single two hour do, obviously, unless we get cancelled. And you'll be like, you'll still be fine here. <laughs> like it was, the, it's, it's, yes. So I'm obviously, like, if, if anyone, fuck. anyone that's listened to this podcast or seen my show, my most recent one, you know, the whole thing is about me, about the concept of fucking cancel culture in the UK and America. And if anything is, I think, has added weight to my argument that cancel culture doesn't really actually exist for comedians is the fact that I promise you I could say the n-word on stage and like really and go beyond what Alfie Brown did and just attack 
plague people using the N-word. I guarantee I could do fucking anti-Semitic jokes to the nth degree. I Don't say it like you want to. Don't say nth degree. <laughs> <laughs> Leave something to the imagination there, don't I? To the nth degree. <laughs> I could do that, and I, I and and I believe there would absolutely be rightful consequences in the UK and America. Bogans will still take you in. Like. I'm still selling out in Europe, man. <laughs> like even though there'd be protesters in uh, France, there'd it, be more people inside the building cheering it on. Uh, like, I, I do feel like this is the inverse of India. Where like cancel culture was very real there, in very like for, yes. you could actually get disappeared. Yeah, aye. But I feel like, yeah, it's a bit more just like, he said, what? Yeah. Well, man, like, literally, I don't know if anyone's, I posted it on my Instagram last night in the comedy club in Bulgaria, and it's called the Comedy Club. And we've spoken about this on the podcast uh, before. One of our favourite things about touring around uh, Europe and other parts of the world is sometimes you get to go to places where you meet the people who invented stand-up comedy there. Like, we'll never meet the people who invented stand-up in America because they're long dead or they're too famous that we'll just never cross paths. In the UK, if we talk about the fucking 1990s, the, the punk years, like, I've met some of the people responsible for it, but a lot of them are fucking dead dead uh, you, you're never going to see the people that fucking created the scene when we go to Estonia because of people like Ari Mati and when you go to Lithuania because of people like Paulius you get to meet people in these new parts of the world where Bulgaria has only had independence since fucking Aye. 1989 it's really fucking brand new new fucking Estonia similar infancy in their infancy, and they're, they're developing their own culture so eventually in every culture stand up does come up in some format and to Get to meet the people who at the inception in of the countries scene. is fascinating to me. Like I, I, there's and there's also a deep, profound jealousy within me that you are, you weren't one of the pioneers. Well, just because I I, I believe that you know if, if there's ever a book written on the history of stand up, you and I will only at best be footnotes. Aye. We'll only ever be sort of things. Yeah, it would there. be like a it would be like a fucking Bill Bryson digging deep mentioning that like uh, first places in certain territories, uh-huh. but it would like nobody's reading that far. No, no, and it's only if you click the footnote on the Kindle and it takes yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, it's only yeah. if you're those one of the people. Whereas I believe. The people like uh, 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 Ari in Estonia, uh, the people like Alex in Romania, mm-hmm. the people like Ivan in Bulgaria. These people, they're the ones that went, we're going to do the first comedy club. Like, the comedy club in Bulgaria is called The Comedy Club, right? So we were there. I've, I've said this on the podcast before. I love The Comedy Club in Sofia because that's where I found out I was getting my Netflix specials. Mm-hmm. Cried. Cried. Sobbed my Sob. fucking eyes out. I'm going to be rich. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting five hours out of your pocket. Five hours at the time. <laughs> but so so last night we come back to Bulgaria and we've not been back since the X tour. And, and it was very early on in the X tour. It's before the X tour. Was, Just after my wedding. Yeah, it was before the X tour was killing me and making me depressed. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so that was the last time we were in. Bulgaria. So we go to this comedy club called the Comedy Club in Bulgaria, and I, Alex, our promoter—sorry, uh, not Alex, uh, Ivan, our promoter—is like, "Where do you want to go? We can go to this nightclub. We can go to this bar." And I'm like, "Please just take me back to the comedy club because I'm just so desperate for really self-indulgent nostalgia." Uh, like, like uh, to me, if you that- pronounce it J, nostalgia, nostalgia. 
Ja, je sa na Stalia. Tak Anastasia. Nastalia. Nastalia. That's me. That's me. That, that, I've watched too much Al Pacino and Scarface. I'm being racist. Nastalia Carbonara, please. I got Appalachia. Do you mean Alopecia? <laughs> no, the mountains. <laughs> you got nostalgia in the comedy club, but uh, they redecorated a little bit, so it wasn't as um, it didn't it wasn't as an impact. No, you just redecorated. You had to work out, yeah, the whole dynamic. Yeah, the yeah. So. The stage had moved to the side. So I remember so vividly because it was such a... We'll come out from behind the stage. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, yes, we did. I think we did. Sorry, you're right, we did. Um, I think it was that storeroom at the back. Yes. Right, and I think when you'd done this video at the Carag, and this is the place where I cried like a baby, (laughs) I think you're just in what would have been the bar. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think it was more because they got the. To- there wasn't a toilet backstage, but there was a shower, and it was in the shower in which I was given the news out to Netflix specials after that morning, screaming down the phone to my manager saying. You, the were, words. you thought he was in the shower? It was all tears. You <laughs> <laughs> was like, "Look at this puddle. I must be in a shower." <laughs> it's all over us. I can't believe this whole venue is a shower. What is this? The Holocaust? Yeah, you put the sprinklers on. <laughs> So in the, like that morning, I told Marlena that I didn't want to wait for Netflix to give me special because I was bored of waiting fucking three years. And then in this venue, I come off stage and find out. So <laughs> I was bored of waiting three years. Where's my Netflix special? That is what was happening. Yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> and I fucking stand by it. Like I can, right. I'll not do it now, but I can give you the list of who else was given Netflix specials before me. Uh, and we'll be able to point out people where we're like... Where they had less of a following already. So they're bringing... Is that how you saw it? Like, because uh, you were saying um, that you already had an audience that you'd built across Europe from doing Conan. So, like, the old, yes. So, like, that's part of the, um, the bargaining. I, the reason I managed to get the Netflix specials wasn't because I was better than any other comedian or I had better shows than any other comedian. Deep down, it is Netflix are building their. Their, their reach and if you can prove to them that you are doing gigs in Romania, Bulgaria, Estonia, Sweden, these new markets, if you if 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 they if you can guarantee people from those things will come. Yeah like that's a fucking big uh, sell. If you're if you're pulling people in from like the parts of Europe to mm. get Netflix accounts because why does that only say two minutes? No, because I've just put that on. That's the backup record. Oh, God, I just didn't uh, miss But it. I realised I hadn't pressed it, and I was like, ah, you know what, even though I've missed the beginning, it's still going to have backup. Sorry for interrupting it. I just, I, I, I didn't want to lose any of this. Yeah, so that's the reason I got the fucking Netflix specials. It wasn't through any talent of my own. Is as always in this job, it's not a meritocracy. It's Russian roulette luck and blind devotion to an art form that might not give you anything back. We get to the comedy club. We go, I, I say specifically to Ivan last night, I, I wouldn't really want to go back there. On the wall in Bulgaria, on the way down into this beautiful underground comedy club, they have the history of stand-up in Bulgaria, in Bulgaria. written on the wall. And it's all written in Bulgaria. But, and it starts from 2012. Like, again, that's how in its fucking infancy stand-up is here. So that's when the comedy club's established, that's when the, they, they invent it, to, and they have to teach audiences how to understand yeah. stand-up and what mm-hmm. it is. Train your crowd, because that's good, we're opening up a new place where people haven't seen stand-up. Yeah. It's getting them some good comics on, get them like, to love it and understand how it works, self-police the audience. Like, and, it must, and it must feel so 
rock and roll. Like, because, I mean, that is what punk was originally. Punk was literally, fuck everything that's going on. We're going to go to this other place that we've made just for ourselves, and we're going to do this thing that, that no one else will let us fucking do. That way it's fine. just for these. That is every single place in the world where comedy had started. That's where it started from. To actually get to witness that, even if it's in, you know, a, a country where stand-up isn't popular, I think is a... Uh, and what was nice about it on that little route where it stopped, it's, the stop on the route was uh, you visiting, like, bef- 2016 before Netflix specials, uh, English-speaking comedy or whatever, and uh, the road went on for quite some time because that was actually quite early mm-hmm. in the development of Bulgarian comedy. Yeah, and lots like it was four, It was four years in. And they, 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 and they, and they were so desperate again. That a way to validate your comedy scene to the people that come and see your comedy is if you can bring international comedians to your new thing. Don't you look funny? I did so, think it was very Bulgarian to put your ex poster next to Louis C.K.'s poster. That was so Bulgarian. And not, to, not, to, to not. just not even <laughs> bat an eyelid, not even see why that's. No, man, 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 not even put the posters side by side. In the wall history, it goes on October the 9th, 2018, Daniel Sloss did a show X about rape and sexual assault in Bulgaria. And in November <laughs> 2018. <laughs> For those who weren't listening. <laughs> <laughs> For those who didn't hear a word of what Daniel yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, For anyone that was like, la, 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 uh-huh. Just for the whole show then. And again, I'll, I'll, I'll admit, I was, we were both devastated by how good Louis' last special was. Uh, I was devastated because I got a chance to open for him. I don't know if I spoke with this on the pod. I got a chance do, you, to, do you want to speak about... Oh, I, uh, I can't remember if I have. I might have. We don't hold much back. But I got asked to open for him and I was just like... Because he had been asked in the past, I mm-hmm. think, as well. And I was like, fucking... Oh, man, this is gutting this. Mm-hmm. It's gutting because... Just rewind a couple of years back. And you're just like, you, fucking a, they, dream come true. And, 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 and to anyone out there who... Uh, people will have their fucking stances on the Louis C.K. thing... Mines is personally. I do think what he did was gross. I do think it was an abuse of power. I do think if he wanted that kick, he could have got it from somewhere. Weirdly, else. changed it for me when I found it was two thousand and two. Weirdly, like I'm like, oh, that has he been doing it since? Or was that like isolated? Is it, it regardless of when he's for me, regardless of when he's been doing it since, I think it is gross. I think it's abuse of power, um, and I don't think it was. The, the the worst version of those things. It doesn't I, excuse it, but I feel like enough times elapsed that he might be a completely different person. Growth happens. Uh-huh. And you may have seen the error in his okay, ways. Okay, my, my my rebuttal to that would be there, yes, absolutely people do grow and change. But what I would argue and, is since for people that haven't looked it up, sorry, we're not sorry, talking sorry. about a rapist here. No, no, no. Like, we're not talking about a rapist. We're talking about man who creepy dude. Creepy and gross played and with his cell in front of people. Oh, like that. I agree with you. Uh, so I oh know. Gone. What did you say before? So I was saying, like, about the time that's elapsed and the room oh, for growth, and you're just right, like, did right, he, right, was right, that? Yes. Was you, that a so, phase of his life? No, no, that's no, no, not. No, no. That he's getting punished for that phase. When if it's if it if it's growth, if it's growth, which I acknowledge is a fucking thing, and I think it's important as a society that when somebody does apologise and acknowledge what we did, that we do allow them to move on from that and not flog them with it for the rest of their life. Because what else is the fucking point? 
I think his special after what had happened to him did not show growth. Nah. Right. So that showed, showed arrogance. Showed or and dismissiveness. Ambivalence. And ambivalence. And you know what? He's entitled to fucking feel that way. I didn't go through what you fucking went through. We don't know. <laughs> no, no. But I mean, it's, it's, man, we don't know the truth of what happened. Like we know the stories, and it's and and that's why we're uh, me personally. I'm choosing to take the side of the many over the few. But yeah, hey, hey, um, listen to the women, like. Aye, aye. Well, not too much because they fucking. Did nothing to say anything important there? Louis C.K. What? I just said Louis C.K. What you said? You you had the in that moment. The man I would I was also asked to open for Louis while I was on the extra, and it's the same thing. You go even though. Three years ago, this would have been a beyond dream of mine. You could not open it, for you. Could, you couldn't. You couldn't open for me doing the show. It's, X it's not even just. Then, can I? Can I just zoom out a little bit? It's not even the show X. It's what we went through with a friend. Friend, like that was the story of X. Like after the experience I've had with somebody, I don't want to get close to anybody like that. Aye. That's that's had fucking red flags for days. Yeah, anyone, like, anyone. Associate. I'm like, you like fucking trying to wash the stank of the guy off you. Aye. You know, afterwards, you're like, Ugh, he hid behind me like a decency beard. Aye, yeah. And like, my decency made him look like a good guy because he's hanging around with fucking somebody that's like, you could vouch for. Okay, so you, So yeah. there's a part of me that's just like, I don't want to be running red flag motherfuckers. Like. Aye. Oh, no, it's good. No, 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 no matter. I, 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 I don't think I'd consider it that way, but that is, you know. Uh, for a bit of money <laughs> <laughs> But Danny I would have had me praise <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck I would have had me praise oh, like, Ten grand <laughs> Oh really Oh so Oh, oh that I, oh, would help me family that Okay let's get into this Because And this is going to sound Pay ten uh, grand off your mortgage Now you're paying thirty grand less Over the course of it This is a very arrogant <laughs> point of view From me And I apologise for it I am at a point in my life where I don't have a price. Oh, yeah, I Like, yeah. I've... Man, house I've, is paid off. No, house isn't paid off, right. but I'm got, you've got comfortably <laughs> paying the mortgage. Because uh, the thing is, like, it's weird how you put your price because I just never want to downsize. Yeah. So I never want to have to go, oh, I haven't really got enough money for the mortgage. We could sell this and get a smaller house and we'll easily reach it and we'll get a bit more money in the back burner. I didn't want to do that. So that, like, my thing's just, like, stay. Yeah. Stay there. Man. So so the way, way I've got a price is a flight. I go, ooh, so I can maintain this for me and my family. Yeah. So I can I, maintain this for, like, guaranteed the next fucking few years is sorted. Things could go terribly wrong for me and I'll still be in this house for the rest of my life. <laughs> Aye. Like, yeah. I, uh, and... That's why I. That makes you sad when it comes to like somebody who's like fucking actually does something reprehensible. Yeah. Like like let's just go for Philip Schofield. He's right there. Uh huh. He's not gonna like his quality of life's not gonna change. Aye, on the, that is on, the bit. Like it, like it, he's it, still it, living it, in a mansion. Yeah. It's 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 he's a man. It's a man who's beyond the age of retirement, complaining that he doesn't get to do his job anymore. Where approaching age. I don't know how old he is, but I'd say like. I think he's younger than me dad. Uh, yeah. He's just approaching retirement now. 
Yes, but only because of this government. Oh, but this guy, like this the, guy could retire. Yeah, if we're talking about the actual retirement I, age as opposed to what the retirement age should yeah, be. Of course. Right. <laughs> but Philip Schofield could have retired. Yes, but yeah, he didn't because guy. he likes yeah. the attention. And the uh, reason he's sad that he's losing his job isn't because he doesn't get to hang out with Holly Willoughby. Because if Holly Willoughby wants to hang out with him every day, she can. Mm -hmm. That's an option she has available yeah. to oh, her. Oh, I'm going to miss my workmates. Well, you know what? The workmates that you that you really fucking had something with, they're still around. Uh, you can see them. It's a man complaining these. Though, I will say this, and I will acknowledge this. Um, in the BBC fucking interview... Philip Schofield said that a lot of the abuse of his, he, that he was getting felt homophobic. And that and means I, the homophobes give him his excuse to get out of it. Like, the homophobes helped him in a way. Not Like, I, I, I'm not going to say helped him. It can't be nice going through the fucking abuse mm -hmm. that he's gone through. But fuck me, that comes with a little pass. That comes with a little, like, only, and people are going to feel sorry for I, us I, now. No, like, no, no. I'd rather, I, I'd, like... I, th I think only if you view that. The, if the homophobes knew the best way to fucking have him to be punished would be to say fucking out homophobic to him. Yeah, like, they, they've actually, like, their whole agenda of being homophobic has actually fucking helped his cause. I understand what you're saying, but on the other side of that is what you're doing is you're giving people who have never cared about Philip Schofield mm -hmm. or shown any interest in any of this yeah. stuff allowed suddenly to have these public opinions in to be like, well, you know, hey, that's what they're all like. like and often you'll get like a bit of inflated homophobia in society off the back of mm -hmm. anything like that. Because right. like after people have been talking about him and in that vein, then they're going to have this in their head the next time to see like two guys kissing. Right. So I think also hand him the fucking responsibility for doing that now. Yeah, I, I just, man, <laughs> like here's a really, really, um, better is not the words, but when you're, you're numb to everything and you've got faith in nothing anymore, what's the word? Jaded. So. Yeah, yeah. Here's a really jaded opinion on the Philip Schofield thing. The reason he vaped is because he wanted to appeal to Gen Z. Aye, 100%. 100%. It was so fucking transparent. I've been vaping a lot. Oh, have you also been playing Minecraft, you fucking virgin? Yeah. And also, also, just doing the fucking anxiety pretzel. He put his on the anxiety pretzel and fucking had a vape and you're like, you just got all these fucking anxious vapors just feeling for you now because it's the cannot, self in you. Man, when I used to vape 24 fucking hours a day, I did press when I didn't vape for an hour. It's like, I, I know this sounds jaded, I know this sounds convoluted, but when people are involved in this industry for so much, you have to understand it's very hard to believe that every single thing isn't calculated, that it isn't all designed by a press team. And this isn't to say what Philip Schofield said isn't true, mm -hmm. but it's to say because of the way the entertainment industry, which he's perpetuated, sorry, yeah. is going on, I now have this thing. I'm like, man, you could be being honest or you could have the greatest PR team behind yeah, you. Yeah, everyone's media just like, They cry and they're like, and keep hitting, keep hitting, Unwise, but and not every illegal. Now, every now unwise, and again. not illegal. Unwise, not illegal. And then vape. Because if you do unwise and not illegal, you'll be in a 30-second TikTok clip. And if we learned anything from the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp fucking trial, it's that 30-second clips defeat the entire seven-week process for mm -hmm. the masses. Yeah. Speaking of, we've got to uh, pay our respects and acknowledge what a wonderful day 
that Dave Longley has had. Oh, it's been so funny. <laughs> you know, I was talking about, I read that book, Stolen Focus, and I've got loads of fucking methods of staying off my phone and I'm reading more books. I'm watching films and that. Mine is I, did, so I, I optionally chose to spend my day on my phone because I didn't want to miss a word Dave Longley said on Instagram. We put up, so just to kind of get onto that, I have now, because I'm a weak, pathetic, addicted man, I've taken Instagram off my phone. It's now on yours and it's now on Kara's. Kara's doing my social media stuff now um, because if I have social media on my phone. So when I post a clip today, I just post it from mine, invite you to collaborate, pop onto yours, hit OK. Yeah, and and for the first time, because I used to be on my phone all the time and because I used to be fucking obsessed with everything, like, uh, it's, it's just off. I haven't seen... Anything I've missed every time Dave Longley trolls our fans, and I almost forgot that he did it. You asked me yesterday, you were like, Hey, we're gonna put up a clip, it's where we make fun of the Scouse accent. Do you think that's fine to put up? And I'm like, Man, all of our good Scouse fans are not gonna give a fucking shit. They're not gonna give a about fuck. this opinion. It wasn't, that we've about, had. it wasn't about the accent, why I was like, It was because I, when I first mentioned about the Scouse accent, I went, It's like a ten, you're talking about 10 out of 10 gorgeous last and then has a Scouse accent. And my thing was just like, I know I'm saying that in the moment as a bit, but putting it out of the wider world, it's objectifying. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like, oh, what, we're still rating women of the 10. The answer's yes, yes, we are. Uh, but like... Sc- Scouse woman. <laughs> we're still rating Scouse women out of 10. We're rating London women mm. and Edinburgh women on their, on their degrees and on their knowledge. We're still writing Scouse women on their looks because <laughs> until they get anything else. I'm very sorry. That's not I'm my opinion. The, I'm going to dig the I hole mean. six feet deeper and six feet wider. <laughs> anyway, so. You know, and I loved that because uh, since they called from Have a Word, mm-hmm. uh, he, he reposted it and the comments were so funny because they're like, why are these two males thinking they're talking to tens? <laughs> like also, fair point. Everyone just sponsors how much we're away. And I think the talent of tens is like, <laughs> Thanks, You're like, man. oh no, but, but guys, but guys, I'm rich. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm still, I'm still going up the chart. <laughs> yeah, man. Man, when you're working from twos and threes, very rarely are you not going up. I say there is a ten. <laughs> I'm going to finish that. I don't want to turn it into rosé. Oh, don't do that. Um, so, we released this video uh, today, and then just randomly while we're going through the fucking airport, you're laughing, and, and when we're backstage, you're fucking laughing, and you're just like, Dave Longley is on one. And my favourite bit was, before I'd even read, because my Instagram is now in Kara's phone, yeah. she's getting everything like all the fucking comments, like you, some of the comments on your post. Yeah, because I, I get that now when I've got like my Instagram open, your notifications still come up Aye, on the top. You got to turn them off. Kara uh, was just like, I went in today and she quotes so many things back to me. And look, hey, to the podcast listeners, we know you know, right? The whole Dave Longley bit is he pretends to be a Christian, a very, very Christian, hate swearing, male. Obstetrician, obstetrician, uh, who hates swearing, but is a fan of our comedy and just wants us to do better. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and even even though he does this under every single post we've ever everyone. done, he is 
the master he's baiter. A he's a troller. He's the master baiter. He baits, he baits like better than anyone else. He's, Dave Longley is the biggest master baiter I know. He's the, mm. he's, he's the king. Easily. Aye. He, he's got some sick bends. <laughs> <laughs> like, some of the stuff he was saying, like, while he was attacking us for swearing during this thing, was also able to, you know what, instead of butchering it, let me just quote uh, all of my favorites. Somebody, like, because he talked about us being misogynistic, and somebody replied saying, you call them misogynistic, but the only clip on your timeline is you asking a woman in the front row to sit on your face. And then he sent us the video of what it was on his thing, and it was a video of him doing crowd work, but he dubbed it over with Roy Chubby Brown. A, a Roy Chubby Brown bit from like play, play the Roy Chubby Brown bit. So, so uh, if I'll read the quote, so the Liz uh, McGAAA, if you're listening to this for whatever reason, I'm very sorry to announce to you that you got got. Oh, you got got. Your comment was uh, uh, not sure why you were going nuts against the comments against two people having a convo about accents mm. when you yourself accents. swear and make gross comments yourself such as the first video you have on your profile about getting some laughs to sit on your face and swearing to here is the clip if you're watching this on um yeah Matthew the video I'll ask, video I'll ask Matthew to put the video on I'll send him it is she all right that darling are you all right darling are you enjoying yourself you haven't got any old clothes you don't fucking want have you No chance of uh, you sitting on my face after the show, is it? I'll guess you wait with me tongue. I'd have to have a fucking strong mouth, I'll tell you that. Strong mouth. <laughs> Close your legs or borrow a comb and tidy your minge up. It's funny. <laughs> well, if I don't get fucking beaten up tonight, I never will. Right, so Dave Logley has put that, and if you watch the video, right, man, it's it's a bit good. If you are under the age of twenty-five, you will not be conned by the fact that this is very clearly a different video of Dave Longley doing stand-up with a separate audio uh, of him doing things. Like, but it's not an HD video, so no. you can't see his mouth move, and he cuts to the audience when they laugh, so it's a nice edit. Fucking, I'll call him it. Rooney didn't get it. I sent it to Rooney, and Rooney was like, "Jesus Christ!" And I'm like. That's not him. That's not That's him. That's Roy Chubby Brown. So, Matt, people... That's one of the most racist, misogynistic comedians that fucking still and, works and, today. And well done you for calling him a fucking comedian, right? Uh, I don't... I think he is a bit. He was back in his day. Yeah, but... His time people... and his deliveries, fucking cadence and all that, right? Like... Oh, you know... Okay, so and you, also, you, 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 you would argue that his skills are as proficient but the tools and materials he uses are worse. Give, give him progressive material, he'd still be a comic. Okay. Do you not think so? You know what? It, He's got stagecraft, man. Yeah, he does. But it feels awful to admit that. You of know course, what I'm of course, I. But it's, yeah, yeah, he does have stagecraft, and he obviously does have an ability mm -hmm. to deal with an audience. And, and, but, then I, but then I would also argue that... This is a horrible thing to say about someone that's so reprehensible. He's got a like ability about him to people that couldn't give a fuck about what he's saying. Aye. They like him. Yeah, but to scum. Aye, <laughs> aye, but they like him. No, but I'm that means if he was saying the right thing, the like ability would come into play. So, that was the... 
obviously the clip that somebody was referencing when they were calling Dave Longley sexist, which don't get me wrong, Dave Longley will tell you to your face that he's sexist. <laughs> and that's because, you don't know where the joke starts and Dave Longley begins. No, and that's, and that's the joy of Dave fucking Longley. Let me get through this. Right, here we go. So, uh, uh, to Saul with three O's, hey, buddy, I don't think you listen to the podcast, but if you do, I'm you really sorry. Gone. You got fucking unbelievably got. Your comment was, ha, ah, I've touched a nerve there, big man. Hard stand-up comedian with his one clip of his stand-up, which is the one we just showed which you, just you and 50 clips of his vanity muscles. You didn't even use your own audio in the clip you melt. So this guy was so close to the joke, but still yeah, missed it. Yeah, uh, so he knew he got dubbed. He was like, that's not even your own joke. And yeah. you're like, man, you're, you're almost there. <laughs> you're almost that with the fucking gaggets. Need to get yourself back in the gym and out of the comment section of successful comedians, you wet wipe. <laughs> Dave Vlogley. How are they more successful than me? I'm a part-time stand-up comedian making money as an obstetrician for Poopa. I've got six houses and I can walk down the street unrecognised. Who are you? You're just a guy a landlord will find in a state of undress after they've had to force their way inside. <laughs> Uh, Saul then replies I didn't say he was successful He goes I'll not read the whole fucking uh, thing The important quotes are It doesn't seem like you're a very successful obstetrician Either seeing as you have all this free time To fish for arguments online Instead of delivering any of the 2,385 babies Born each day in the UK I would say quit your day job But it seems anyone would be better At it than Big Davy Dickhead over here David Dickhead. To which Dave only replies. I've delivered three today, been on the ward since 5am. I'm allowed to go on my phone between women making a fuss and carrying on. Oh, no. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> he replies, we'll look at you go following the example for you to set all by those strong women doing one thing slightly more painful than having a conversation with you. Which Dave, Lee Long, Dave Longley goes, strong women, each has an epidural. Pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> like every woman lowering, her, lowering herself to talking to you. <laughs> I, 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 There's 50 odd comments on that. I got, I got to say to, to the podcast listeners, thank you so much for just letting it happen. Mm -hmm. it's, we have to just let this go on. Please, for the love of God, Enjoy let's it. just... We're all watching Dave Longley masturbate. And for the next couple of years, we're going to watch Dave Longley masturbate. Uh, Please let him masturbate. He's, he, he's so good at masturbating. And, 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 and all 10,000 of us can get really profound enjoy. Don't like it. Don't comment. Yeah. These people, they're not podcast fans. They deserve to be thing slightly bullied. Will the likes make people think that they're outnumbered a little bit? Like, you know, if they can't, if they can't, oh, there's a bunch of fucking idiots, like this guy's governing some people. Or will they go, it's a joke? Like, e will they get it's a joke? E Don't like it for any reason. Either way, I think it's successful. I think what Dave Longley is subtly doing is he's making the podcast bigger because he's creating engagement. Yeah, I, which the, puts they her always there. get more hits, the oh, ones where he's fighting with people. Also, do this, follow him. 
Go and click on him and follow him. Yeah. Because then... Well, like, no, no, no. Don't, he only posts pictures of self-weightlifting. Go and see Dave live. And if you want to support him, hand him body. 50 quid. <laughs> <laughs> he, do, he doesn't admit anything to the tax, man. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Shoplift. Right. But please. <laughs> Does but he actually shoplift? You guys on Facebook about shoplifting. He's always saying about what he shoplifted. And like, like I say, you don't know when the joke starts. And is he shoplifter? I think he is shoplifting. Of course he fucking is, man. I think he's shoplifting the entire put it on social media. <laughs> <laughs> Such a funny thing to do. And for people that don't get this and don't like it, fucking fair enough. But like, please. Your mum, your mum didn't like him at first. My mum fucking despised him because he she would be on during, during COVID. She got got. My mum got got. She would be commenting on how Dave, how Dave Longley. No, what? And we've sorry, we've we've literally covered this in the podcast. Have before. we? We've done it. Yes, and very recently talking about how Dave Longley uh, was. Very openly against a lot of the lockdown measures, and because of now of the uh, research being done, knowing that the lockdown measures and the masks actually didn't do as much as we thought at the time, we didn't feel like that. That's, that was the stance that he was making because everyone was super sensitive. But he always stood by this disease is real, and these measures are stupid. Uh-huh. And Dave Logley is thrilled that every single bit of research that's come out since then <laughs> right, has right. proved him correctly. Yeah. Um, so, so, so the the bit we want to go to. So we stick that um, we stick that video up online, making fun of the scouse. Now, I like and dislike making fun of the scouse because I very openly despise the Liverpool football team from top to bottom. I hate. I, I hate Everton more. Really? I I think um, they see us as a rival club and they haven't really liked us having any success. Like they've been Mac so, they've been Macams about our success. So the entitlement of Liverpool fans doesn't scratch the fucking skin off your body. You know what as well, like Like as if they've got a God given right as people who couldn't read the Bible. <laughs> I've chatted to loads of people from, like, Liverpool and Everton fans in real life, and I've had, like, intelligent... They know a lot about football, right? You can have intelligent conversations. Yeah, social media To be fair... You I've, kind of I've judge people on their social I've, media. Sorry, I've never had a bad... I've never had a bad time with a Liverpool mm-hmm. fan. Uh, 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 or If it wasn't for social media, I'd have no beef with Liverpool and Everton. I okay. feel like, you know how the loudest of people are the ones that are heard the most? Like, I feel like, you know how you can, like a comedian in real life, and you can have, like, fun in their company, and you can enjoy their set, but you see their social media output, and you start building this fucking picture of them, and your head has been fucking... Yeah, yes, yes. Right? Like, if you didn't have social media, yeah, inf- you wouldn't have been influenced on your opinion of that person. Yeah, right? I would... I feel like, as football fans, it's that. Yeah, because um, every single experience I've ever had... Being in Liverpool physically myself, and not even just as a comedian, it's been as a really tourist. fucking level. Yeah, it's been the balanced best. conversation. Yeah, you're right. Okay, okay. I, like, I, I spoke to a lot of Everton fans on the day of the um, last game of the season when the mate got relegated, and they were just fucking nice, honest, decent people. And I was chatting to them, and I started like in that moment rooting for them to stay up because I was around, humanized, you know. And then uh, you see stuff on social media, and you can. But that's what what I'll save each other. 
Yeah, and also, and also, there's definitely part of me that was just angry that Liverpool were doing better than Chelsea. So I have mm. to acknowledge the fact that. I was what was that um, excellent fake documentary, American Vandal? American Vandal. Yes, yeah. that one was like this is the first generation that has the personality, and then they have the personality that they curate yeah. on social media. Aye, and and I and a lot of the time, well, I I feel like Arsenal suffer the same thing because they're oh, online yeah. fans uh, and they're actual fans and anyone that owns an Arsenal shirt or anyone that says I support Arsenal is a cunt. <laughs> like it's just one of those. <laughs> anyway, the point is, so we do this thing where we're making fun of Liverpool people. Obviously, it's it's not taken out of context because we chose the context that it went out in, but because we're trying to fucking create engagement, we create engagement. And Adam Rowe, who I love, so dearly as a comedian, as a friend, as a fucking, and also as someone in the podcasting world I look up to. For what he's been able to do. as a gangster. Yeah, yeah. Adam Rowe replied to us both being like, do you want to fight? And you and me both went, yeah, man. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. I played the very <laughs> I, I, I replied going, uh, all right, but when we have makeup, sexy, but I zip it. <laughs> I can't believe he survived to make up sex. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> That's why he's quiet. Fucking the gall of a man who was not able to beat up a fat 23-year-old Elliot Steele. Uh, <laughs> he's actually quite hard now. Who? Elliot. Oh, Elliot now, yeah, yeah, yeah. He could fight now. I just couldn't get beat off him with a principal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I would, I would want it more if I thought I did steal, and that's what would get him. Um, we want to talk about the Marlena thing. I also, I don't want, to, I, I don't think we should do this on this podcast. But now that we've done so many things that we just shouldn't have said on this podcast because it's a public mm. episode, I feel like fuck it. Any awful opinions I'm worried about, let's take them out there. Did you now we'll see? I was going to say, now we've clickbaited them and mm-hmm. they're going to be listening on. It's time for an infomercial. Altitude, we've got, I've just thought of it, right? we're meant to um, do it on the intro as well. We're giving them a promo code for Altitude. Oh, they're, right, get, they're getting a discount. Are they? Muggins and Cream listeners are getting a discount for Altitude. Who have you confirmed this with? I just made it up now. I'm just telling them. <laughs> <it. laughs> like, I, like, I don't think you can. Hey, Mary. Oh, really? Yeah, I marry messages with a discount code for our listeners as a perk. Oh, okay. Do you not know about this? <laughs> no. Oh, mate, I put it in the intro as well, just for people that are doing half hour drives, but fucking I, these lot are getting a discount. So, so tell them about Altitude, I'll get me phone. Okay, so if, I mean, I'm assuming you've heard us talk about the Comedy Festival, it's uh, it takes place every year, and I think March. Uh, April, first week of April. First week of April, so I'm full of shit already. Dara O'Brien's on. D- yeah, yeah. Daryl Brain. I don't think that's how the list goes. I don't think Paul Smith. Oh, Paul Smith's going. Huh? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, the lineup's sick. Um, so, Alger's Comedy Festival takes place in Meyerhofen every year. It is, you get to spend five days uh, skiing on one of the most beautiful resorts in Europe. And then every day, once you finish skiing, there are three shows afterwards. There's an apres ski, there is a gala show, and then there's a late night show. You can go to any of them. You can go to none of them. You can do whatever you want to do. 
the lineups are brilliant every year. I haven't been able to do it for six or seven years. This next year will be my first return to altitudes, and I cannot fucking wait. I'll be back. Um, first time it was seven years for you. Yeah, seven years. We both had last year off because Dara Brian, Mark Nelson, Kath Wall. Yeah, the lineup. Oh, here we go. Kai Humphreys, Daniel Sloss, <laughs> Pause. Oh, you put yourself at the top. Yeah, I put myself at the top. <laughs> That's no. the poster. I uh, sure. Andrew Maxwell, <laughs> Marcus Brigstock, Maisie Adam, Emmanuel Sonobi, Barry Murphy, Mark Nelson, Nina Gilligan, Kate Williams, uh, Tamar Katan, Jack Lido, uh, the International Improv. Uh, all stars, and there will be more announced. Uh, so, so what's the promo code? I'm gonna tell you now Muggins and Cream 24, all one word, block capitals. I'm gonna post it shortly after I post this. I'll post the info so that you'll probably already know about it by the time. Actually, let it settle a bit, let them enjoy it, let them enjoy finding out like this. Um, I'll put the fucking yeah, no, 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 up. maybe no, no, no. Like, we could we, next, next podcast, we'll do it in the intro. Like this can be a gift oh, for like, those that stayed through. Uh, so the, early ac- early access on the promo code. Aye, just in case, just to see, because I can't wait to see what effect we have when seven of you buy it. Thank you, Sid. <laughs> <laughs> Sid, I already got a ticket. He's just been like, "What? I could have had fucking ten percent off." Um. So. Uh, I know what I want to talk about next. Why did we go on to... I just, uh, you clickbaited them. You were about to say something that they wanted to hear and I was like, hit them with a promo. Which is a fucking belter promo, you won. Okay. Right, hit us with it. We were... Oh, no, no. They, oh, I, I remember what it is. Before I get into the Marlena thing. Did you uh-huh. watch mm-hmm. the video? Probably. Of the... Person getting eaten by a shark. Yes, of course right. I did. Okay, like and, and I was t- like, part of us was like, oh, this is horrible. Like, but it's it's out. It's safe. It's not like you know when you get sent a behind video or something like that. Mm. It hasn't happened in many many years. But that was uh, that that, no 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 no, no 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 no. The thing I will fucking say is there are videos of Russian troops cutting the cocks off of uh, Australian. Well, prisoners I think I must have war. changed my friendship circle because I'm not. I'm changed your fucking algorithm. Like yeah. that 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 sort of stuff is still happening. It was too out far in the distance, and it was just like kind of like seeing the fin and seeing his head go underwater and seeing the thing go red. It wasn't like graphic, like a. Hostile movie, or so oh no, movie. but it was a body but like, movie. But like, you could have he was fucking resilient, man. His head kept coming back up, and he shout. I'm sure you could hear him shouting, unless it was someone on the do beach. You know, shouting the woman, you don't like 55 seconds into this video where a man is just eaten by a shark. There's this Russian woman being like, Oh no, what is this? And I'm like, What could a doll? Be? Could you get in the ocean, please? What could, what could it be? Can get him. So, here is. My, not my opinion, but as we said earlier on, you know when... But if only it was a Spanish person. (laughs) You're not going to say that. So close. So close. Russian? It was Russian, wasn't it? It was a Russian guy. Oh, no, don't do this. We've met so many cool Russian people. (laughs) No, I know. That's what I'm saying when I say, when I felt so guilty about... Uh, Oh, they've been dehumanised for you? Yeah, they have. A little bit, like, and also not the tourists, like, also not the ones. But I like the I, one, the ones that were hung out with after the gig, the ones that come to your gig, were translator, aye, or promoter. Aye. Could have been one of them. Could have been, or could've it been. could it could have been one of the eighty percent that support the war. Aye, but 
Where are they? Are they on holiday? They're at home. That's, say, that's they, where uh, you're uh, correct. That's where you're correct. Absolutely. That's where I'm I I didn't think they are going for a swim and fucking, where were they? But maybe they Egypt. Are. It was Egypt, wasn't it? I remember fucking like maybe diplomats trying to get Egypt on board. Because what they were explaining to us here in Bulgaria is a lot of Bulgaria supports the uh, Russian war in Ukraine. The reason they support the Russian war in the Ukraine is because not only do they get a lot of the propaganda from the Kremlin, because a lot of their people who live in Bulgaria have relatives that still live in Russia, and because Russia are dealing with the same amount of propaganda that every American dealt with for the past five years, and you still. Don't you know you're going through because you're all thick as pig shit? Mm. Like, they <laughs> I disagree with that. No. <laughs> watch Trump win again, um, and easily. Uh, the, the, these Bulgarians they last remember historically the Russians. Bulgaria was under the Ottoman Empire for 500 fucking mm -hmm. years and they were super poverty. So their heroes historically are the Russians in the same way that if you're in Europe, the heroes are the... Well, if you're in America, the heroes of World War II is America because they did the atom bombs and they did D-Day. If you're in Britain, you're taught that the heroes of World War II are the Brits because we did fucking D-Day. And, and in France, I'm sure, yeah. every, 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 so every, we think we're the heroes because we landed on the beach in America. I think they're the heroes they because they turned up and won off, yes. the, off the bench to score the winner. Aye, aye. Yes. So, so everyone's got like, but we're deep down, like one of the biggest parts of the reason we won more to, World War II was because Hitler decided to go on the offensive across all of Russia during winter and the <laughs> Russians' ability to just die to a man, despite being and not skilled at anything, not being proficient at anything, the, the Russian not winter. being prepared for anything. All they could do was stand there and die, but there was just so many of them. They did that. Like, the Russians, in my personal opinion, are a huge reason why we the allies won world war Two, and that's why i've always had a soft spot for the russians right I, I, and because we got to gig there and because we got to meet the good fucking russians mm -hmm. like i do fucking get that but then also with what's going on so bulgarians because their history they weren't really heavily involved in world war Two because they weren't a fucking country then so they didn't exist you know, Their last memory of war is what they got out of 500 years rule of the Ottoman Empire because the Russians defeated the Turks. So in their head, it's the they, old people's Yeah, memory. but that's like historic. So I, I, when I was talking to... But see, I, I, Scott's I, I, about this, I was like, you can't... As, this is from Russia's point of view. You can't save someone from an abusive relationship and then hit them. But what like, if you hit, like what, that doesn't it doesn't level out. It doesn't go. All right, one one, crack on. Like but, what, fucking, but what if you hit them less? Ah, uh, you still you still move on. Again, <laughs> <laughs> you've changed Russia. <laughs> you even hang on to it, Gan. Oh, uh, thanks for earlier. But I take your point. I was just being a. I was just. <laughs> yeah. I was literally just being a cunt there. Yeah, but it was that. Like that is what's happening though. Like the analogy. Like the the people who are like hanging on to Russia as a savior, even though. But, but, but it's, 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 so we had this discussion uh, last night. The thing I'm trying to 
uh, we hate the pensioners of our country in every country because they're so much more susceptible to the Murdoch media, any right wing to media. whatever right wing media. Because older people are stupider because they don't have the knowledge, they don't learn as fast as technology. They does. don't travel as much as and the young travel. And travel's huge for yeah. intel. Like anyone over fifty is thick as pig shit, bar none. It's not her point. But so you, you, you've got this generation of people that just do not put any fucking effort into growing. And, and that's why I love meeting like well-read, well-traveled old people because they're more like us. I, you know, very arrogant of you to think. Yeah, I think they are. You know, when you're like, I'm as smart as a well-traveled Jew. Maybe, you know, <laughs> like Andy and Julie Askins. Oh yeah, okay. You know what I mean? They've yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. been. They've seen the world. They've fucking uh, like that. They're not right wing, angry, close the borders. Like when you when you meet all the people who have fucking done shit, instead of just being in the same spot, picking up the same newspaper, yeah, at the same staff room of the same minds. I like insular, insular, insular yeah. opinion, and you reach the age of sixty-five, and it's just been solidified uh, but, like a but diamond. All, but all, and not even, not even just that. Not even just the fact that they're insular. There, you have a propaganda machine in the form of Murdoch's media, which is designed by scientists. Yeah, by di- and they get it right in psycho- every country, and they get it right everywhere Fox they News, go. Fox. Sky News in Australia, Sky News in the UK, they get the subtlety of it right. They know your flavour. They know exactly how to make you hate your fucking neighbour because if you don't hate your neighbour, you become very aware of what they're doing. So I, 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 I'm I, trying to have more compassion for the older generation, like my grandparents' generation, who read the Daily Mail and think it's gospel like, because stop they're stupid. It. Stop listening to Piers stop, Morgan. Yeah, stop, stop. Off stop Sky News in the, the background. Stop reading the government-printed lies around. Chat and to people. talk to people. Get right? to Bulgaria. And chat to Bulgarians. <laughs> the the uh, the other iteration of that, which I think you are ignorant of, and I am also ignorant of, is the reason Andrew Tate is popular. Is we do not understand how powerful TikTok is because we're not on TikTok. Yeah. The number one influencer in the fucking world in 2022, the most influential between. Children the age of 13 to 17 was Andrew Tate. Right? Gotta be Kim Kardashian with him second. Uh, or like Jenna or whatever. Whoever. No, it would have been fucking Bieber. It would have been fucking... But, 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 but he's um, now. He's above... Uh, and the reason is, is because Andrew Tate in a 10-minute conversation, 20-minute conversation... Bullshit with confidence. 30-minute... No, no, no. Anything above 10 minutes... He would be destroyed. Tom Segura, I love your comedy. I think you are a fucking piece of shit <laughs> for ever having Andrew Tate on your podcast. I think it was irresponsible. I think it was ignorant. And I think it was a pathetic way to get, get more, more money for you. And I love your comedy, but that was disgusting. It was ju- you knew what he was. You, you can pretend he had, you were, his, he had his praise. You, you pretended that you, you know, it's about, it wasn't that. You know what he fucking was. Andrew Tate is found out after 10 minutes of how dumb he is. Man, he's autistic. He's a very autistic person. He, listen to him talk for more than 10 minutes. He's autistic because he was violently abused by his dad and she was justified by, by his mother who was violently abused by his fucking dad. Listen to anything he fucking does. He is a really damaged autistic so person. Does that mean we should have a little bit of empathy no. for 
firm no, in no, that no, in no, that like no, no, this guy no. needs diagnosed he needs help he needs no, treatment no because treatment, no, no, no. but like people, um, damaged, people, damaged people have to fucking have at least one percent of wanting to help themselves if anyone has read the book shuggy bane you will know that the last chapter when the main problem disappears it was a great day uh you, there is a responsibility in the person to become better. But what TikTok does is Andrew Tate sounds logical in under 30 seconds, in the same way that Jordan Peterson sounds really smart if you only listen to Jordan Peterson for five minutes, right? If you listen to Jordan Peterson, if you watch any of the shit Jordan Peterson's doing his own TV show now, which I have done, it is hysterically funny. Mm. It is a scared white man yelling at black shadows on a wall, right? That's uh, just... No. Yeah, He's back himself so into a corner. Uh, so Andrew Tate is really smart if you can edit down a clip with no context and 30 seconds of him owning a fucking journalist, owning a fucking lip. But that's what TikTok is. Mm. So we can... Yeah, compl- but we if can- you let that conversation play out... Man, we can complain about this older generation above us that are voting because the Murdoch media is making them vote for the Tories and making them vote for the fucking Republicans. But we now have to fucking be aware that beneath us, and also in our generation, there's a generation that in the thing that they look at for 14 hours a day, an algorithm not designed by any government, not designed by... by an AI that just yeah, goes... Yeah, that is trying to keep you on your phone longer. Just trying to keep you... It will, and it, it's not doing it evilly. It's worse. It's unconscious. It's what keeps our attention. This AI is deciding, you're paying attention to this because it's awful. So I'm going to show you more things because it's awful. And I'm awful. designed to it's keep your attention. increasingly more angry. And these teenagers <coughs> who are... Devel- we spoke about in the last podcast about the reason why fucking uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is an awful man for fucking teenagers. There's this... Deve- the most important time in the development of your fucking brain is in your teenage years. And we give kids this phone which beams because it's taught to give them fucking Andrew yeah. Tate. Like, we- what you've got to hope is that that generation grow up identify the problem, hate us for handing them a phone. Not us, but our generation. They're allowed right. to hate me. What? If I get, I truly believe, yeah. if I get to 85, if I get to 85 and people below 40 hate me and they're like, you're scum, you're the reason the world is the way it is, I'll just have to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah man, I the, went on no marches. Yeah, in the, in, in, the same, in the same way that the generation above, like, fucking put pollution in the air, dug up a load of natural resources, fucking, uh, and put bought houses at a cheap price and sold them at a fucking high price. Back there, you friend, you can look up at them, Gan. You fucking bastards. You didn't borrow the world from me. You fucking harvested it and give us the barren land. You couldn't, right? Right. The the generation robbed me of the experience. Uh huh. So sorry. The generation below us are going to be looking at us and going, "You put that screen in me face that was advertising to visit the age of twelve. You gave an artificial intelligence that you had no idea. All the data of how I respond, what gives us serotonin, like what makes us happy, and you just let it pitch at us." The most. So does that mean the next generation's going to get that fuck off the floor? No, man, man, man. This generation of kids, like the only things I've been reading recently, is this generation of kids is the most depressed generation of. Well, I mean, they say most depressed. I'm like, 
I don't think they were recording the thoughts of Jewish yeah. children. You know in the Great Depression. The Great Depression. I wonder why they called it that. Yeah. Like there's, there's like it's like the worst really mental health therapists uh, yeah. in Auschwitz being like, I tell you what. A lot of these kids are aye, sad. Aye, but uh, but get fast forward to the future, there's a kid that hasn't had a vape. Yeah, I tell you what, in Auschwitz, none of the kids are sad because there's none. <laughs> yeah. Because there's no use for children aye, here. Anyone want to buy some shoes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I think we're going to wrap this up now. We've got to go and pack up and get home. On families. the fucking juice shoe, Joe. That's, uh, that's me being closer. <laughs> Muggins and Cream 24 Altitude 2024 Oh that's why they said 24 Alright if that's where you want to end then That's how they said 24 I thought it was like Muggins and Cream 24 Never switch off 24-7 yeah, I just think it's a really horrible way to end a podcast Alright let's talk about no. Mar- no 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 A little bonus 5-10 minutes of talking about why Marlena Yes Gives the writer So we found out to and we like when she's nice and a writer and gives her like stuff that would turn up and have. Here is a small story about how Marlena's uh, rider system works. Before we turn up anywhere, she will send through a food rider, what we want backstage, drinks, and then a technical rider. And technical rider will say things like, we want a red spot on the mic, which means a red light firing down. It looks we atmospheric. Want, we, want, we, we want red gels on the back. And what red gels this means is there's, like, right. there's six lights at the back so of the car. So for something like this, right, the the Show's about to start. House lights drop, stage lights drop, red spot goes on the mic. There's just a red spot on the mic. It's atmospheric. Off stage mic goes live and Daniel starts talking. We would never have thought of that. No, we, right. would, have, we would have just like, gone lights down. But it whatever. is good. Yeah. It's really fucking good. And, and we need we, Molly and I to have the devil in the detail. And then I would walk on stage and lights would come up. The red lights at the back would change to white or they would go. Magenta, I think it is, isn't it? Magenta. Yeah, magenta. The red spot would change to obviously to follow spots for me to make people focus on me. Uh, we don't have any expertise on this. Marlena is meticulous, so we try to meet somewhere half in the middle. But what happens is we go to places and they're like, hey, we don't have the red gels for the back of the gig. Do you think this gig could go ahead? <laughs> We're like, man, I don't even know what you just said. Aye. Like if the microphone works, who oh, gives like, a shit? They're just like, do you like the thing? And we're like, aye, sure. Yeah, yeah, right, I was like, oh, we don't care. He was like, oh, I hope you care because we're yeah, we, hire this equipment in to do that. And you were like, oh, no, no, no. Like, we don't care. Yeah, Marlena <laughs> like, the whole cares. operation, the whole operation, this is necessary. Otherwise, it's just fucking ramshackle, right? So we need like a team behind it. I say a team, to, it's Marlena. To, to make this look That's more professional than we would ever make it look. Yeah. We get to Croatia, we're in uh, uh, Rijeka. Uh, I, we walk out on stage for the sound check and on the mic is, you know the wind guards that you see news agents have just when, uh, when they're performing in public? It's like this bigger foam thing that goes news around agents. the mic. News, news broadcasters, news journalists, broadcasters, sorry, <laughs> not the shops. I was, I was thinking, I was thinking, of, you know, the wind thing that the news agents have. I was thinking of them spiral things that spin around where it catches the wind and <laughs> the advertisement. Sorry, newscasters and news reporters. Is exactly yeah, it's a, it. it's called a pop shield, I think, and it's you know when you like pick a paper, pick the pickle paper, and it stops the crackle in the mic. So we walk out on stage of Rijeka and there is this massive red windbreak on this thing. And then every time we hold it up to our mouth, it looks like we're a clown because there's this red thing in front of our mouth. And we say to the people, is this, is this, let's get rid of this. I'd rather this have your voice was popping. Yeah. I'd rather have my voice was like, popping than me wear this. You wear asked it. for it. 
And we were like, we didn't ask for it. And then they showed us in the rider, it said red, red spots on spotlight. the light. Shorthand for, shorthand for spotlight. So the, in their Croatian translation, in their third language, red that's spot. what it fucking meant. Uh, so um, we didn't realise what should also put on. Was, and we didn't find out till we were drinking. We've been to Bulgaria. This is our third time here. We've been with Van and the comedy club people every single time. He told us tonight that there is something in our rider where Marlena says, at midnight, you have to give the boys the option to go home. Because they will never go home themselves. They'll just stay out. They're very polite. They're very polite. <laughs> They'll stay out forever. But it's important. Which is really nice, actually, because... No, the, no hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, on. I'm just thinking about the times where I've had someone like fucking Guy Stevens or oh, something like that, okay, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, if yeah. they'd give the us... Worst, an, the worst. If they'd give us an opportunity to get out, it would be like fucking bang. Relief. Yeah, okay, right. okay, yeah. But the majority of the, 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 majority of the time... It, we're staying because we want to stay. In fact, you know what? I don't think I'm giving myself enough credit. I'd fucking absolutely eject myself from a situation I didn't want to be in. Yeah, of course you would. But, but I, I'm absolutely gone. Right, anyway, early flight tomorrow. There's no argument with it. Like, I'd get myself out of there. No, y yes, if you were super uncomfortable and you weren't enjoying it. But you will admit, and this is where Marlena is right, which is horrible to admit, there would be points when if we stayed out with someone till 12, that's before then, if we didn't like them, we'd leave. But if we stay with someone till 12, we won't leave them till five unless Aye. they tell us to fucking leave. Like it's like if somebody keeps yeah, us out like, till 12, uh, we would never make the suggestion to go home. If we're enjoying ourselves. Of course. So it's like, you know what she's doing? It's like, get him to the Greek. It's like fucking, these have got an early flight Are tomorrow. you calling me a massive rapist? Yeah, yeah, Sarah Marshall. It's <laughs> <laughs> a completely different film. No, but you did narrow it down because we could have just pretended that Jonah Hill was the rapist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could have a clean house scope. I could have a clean house scope. Jonah Hill is a lovely man and was not the most evil thing in the movie, get him to the Greek. He did in that. <laughs> Is he in it? I don't know. I think so. I'm not sure, actually. It was the other one. <laughs> well, to be fair, I can't imagine how many people were silenced in that movie. The point being is that, uh, well, bedtime's in the writer. <laughs> <laughs> and Marlena, I know you're listening to this, and I know you get very, very upset when we misrepresent you in this podcast That's which, which is cheers. which is fair which is fair uh, i would say we do always when we talk about marlena we hold her under the scrutiny and the scope no. of a comedian no what we do is we get on the fucking pier and we do a caricature of her yeah it, which is exactly what she looks like <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> I, Marlena, I fucking love you, but I gotta fucking tell you right now, cause I can't.
cannot fucking believe you put a bedtime in a rider. Do you understand? A bedtime do option. You, do an you option, fucking understand? An option for a bedtime. Man, man. A get out clause. Everyone knows the story of Guns N' Roses rider. And Guns N' Roses rider was, there has to be blue M&Ms. only blue M&Ms in the bowl on the table. And the reason that was the case was... Because they're technical writer for all the pyrotechnics, for all the lights, for all the sound, for all the mics, for everything needed to do their performance, what they would do is on the food writer, they would put something really specific like only blue M&Ms. And what happened was when they walked into the green room, if they saw only blue M&Ms well, the on the table, they knew... Everything else yeah. was perfect. All the settings, all the lights, the red spot. Because these people had paid attention to the writer. It's not an arrogant thing. It's not a diva thing. It's, it's a just really a like, quick, smart way. And, and Marlena does do that. So, Guns N' Roses have a blue M&M writer being like, don't you fuck we had a bedtime writer. We had a bedtime writer, Daniel. And, um, a bedtime. And, how, and also, how long have we had a bedtime I, writer? Was that just because we had an early flight? Is that on all of the writers? Is that a copy and paste job? <laughs> how many times have we... Because I've stayed out late most of tour. How many times have I rode over the bedtime writer? Of like, do you guys want to get back to the hotel? And I'm like, fuck no. And they're like, what do we do? <laughs> we the Jordy's out of control. <laughs> We we can we can get the Scottish one into bread, bread. Right, but <laughs> but he's buying coke. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just made two lines, and then oh, the Scottish one's staying out as well. It looks like we're both staying out. How long have we had the bedtime rider? How long have we had the bedtime rider? Marlena, how long have we had the bedtime rider? You fucking so bitch. fucking mate, we still <laughs> we still get gluten stuff. The no, amount of gluten free no, stuff no. that we've left. No, no, no. Uh, look, as much as I do enjoy besmirching the good name of there was, there was gluten stuff the other day, so it might have been from an old writer. Was there? Mate, I think you're just blind to them. We turn up there's loads of stuff and I think you just go like Terminator, like fucking checking out the size of people's jackets and shoes, right? Egan crisps. Eminence. Right. <laughs> There's a whiskey. Boop. Right. right. <laughs> you fucking haven't got a Scooby when else is on the table. Man, I'll approve the options. Maybe like a can. Gluten free biscoffee. <laughs> 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 You're so bad at spotting stuff that isn't just. On the selective things that you've chose to see in the world. Like, you know how... That's... Hey, hey, I agree with you, but that's why it's so easy. Man, I've... Ne- Cheating's the... <laughs> it's never been an option. I'm like, God, is the one. That's my favourite thing. Nothing else matters. That's... Once I know what I like, I don't I The amount of women you've worked. You farted on a couple of lasses. Can we not talk... Can we save that for the Patreon? Tune in on Facebook. He would have fought on a couple of lasses. I, I genuinely... I cringed for like an hour. <laughs> Did you? Because you seemed remorseless at the time. I had to. You styled that shit out. Mate, there was, there was do other people. I don't want to talk about it, man. There was other people saw what want you to did. Fucking talk. I really, 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 we've done an hour a day and I don't want to fucking talk about it. I'm not in the mood. It, like, 
It's something I cringe over in the show. Eh? I would never have guessed that. And I've known it for a while. I thought you were. Later on, I don't want to fucking talk about it. Later on, you're fine to live with me. Look, hey. The, our you're next, doubling down. Our next gigs are in uh, Canada. Uh, uh, we've got. Uh, Several weeks off the podcast. I've got Matty. I've got Matty Stag doing Southampton. And nobody else is coming. It's just me and Matty in Southampton. When's that? Like the week after next. Some time. I don't know. I tell him a time. I'm just gonna. I still got a book yet. <laughs> You're doing his Stag doing Southampton. Aye. He got us Matt Latissier to fucking ask us to marry him. <laughs> Whatever. He done the cameo from Matt Latissier. I find, and I listen to this I, as well. Yeah, I also there, yes. now that I know that Matty listens to this, I want you to know that Kai took me to Vegas, and he's taking you to Southampton. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> no, no, your role. Um, <laughs> uh, and also, sorry, I won't be on your stag too because I've, I've, I've got um, Southamptonophobia. No, I'm on a family. Yeah, I'm in Brighton. I can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I did tell them Brighton. Uh, we're a family holiday. We're doing our first day. Uh, we're doing our first holiday, which is just me. <laughs> That's it. It's my first family holiday. <laughs> just me. Got a Tenerife. <laughs> hey, I'm really sorry for this episode. Thank you for listening. What were talking about before? We talked about you farting on lasses. I was about to say about how fucking blind you are to stuff in the world. You were talking about how you're blind to women oh, yeah. And I was like, I, I could see that the day when you fought on people. Um, so I'd lost my jacket. And you know when I lose stuff, I make a scene. You never get involved. You're just like, all right, you've lost a thing. Yeah, it's not it. just, and, and, and this isn't even in defense of me. This is, it, I'm going to stand up for Natalie here. It's not that when you lose something, you make it everyone else's problem. Whenever anything happens to you, you make it everyone else's problem. You are the only person I know who will walk into a room of other people who are fed and go, I'm hungry. And everyone goes, okay. Yeah, get this, get this guy fed. Oh, yeah, team effort, community. Sense of community. So I say this is a man who helped you look for your wedding certificate on your wedding day. And and my wedding ring on my fucking <laughs> yes, wedding yes, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, 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 man, I've been there for you. <laughs> Right, I uh, lost my jacket. It had me retainers in the pocket. So I showed you sympathy, man. Oh, you did, you did. Right, I was, I, no. and I was, I put real effort. But, da- but Danny, this is what I'm saying. This isn't about you being mean spirited. This is about you having blindness to stuff that mm. isn't even interesting. Um, we get into the taxi to the next destination, and it just so happens to be the same taxi that picked me up from the airport in um, Romania mm-hmm. that was taken with across the border to Bulgaria. It just so happened to be the same guy. We didn't know that when we got in it. No. That was just a taxi to us. And if I left me coat in the taxi, bye bye, gone forever. Mm. Right? We didn't have a fucking number for the random taxi that took oh, me there. So this taxi arrives, same fucking dude, right? And uh, you get in the back, I get in the middle. Uh, Alex gets in the front and um, I just fucking like I don't know why I look in the back but I was like my fucking jacket's on any of your hoodie and I'm like is that my fucking jacket is that the jacket I wiped my arse with when I shot in the back of the car <laughs> I think it was like, <laughs> mate you got in the back you got in the back with the elusive jacket that that 
you knew I'd lost and just popped your hoodie on it. Like you got into a, not an empty back seat, a back seat with the jacket that you've seen me wear for the last, since last summer, I bought it last summer. Right, and army retainers are in there. You just took your hoodie on it. And I'm like, underneath your hoodie, I'm like, you know, in Vegas, I put in the WhatsApp group, I've lost my credit card, <laughs> British Airways credit card, right? And my coke. I'm going to take a punt that they're in the same place. <laughs> I put that in the WhatsApp group. Yeah. Right. I remember. A few people I, like, I remember, man, I remember getting that text on my phone when I was using your credit card. Like, I froze it. I froze it, right? I borrowed everyone else's coke. I got into your room and he went, do you want a line? Is you fucking cut my coke or my credit card? And I'm with, like, you yeah, know I'm looking for that. With, <laughs> off my phone with a text of you asking for it. <laughs> with two blue ticks. <laughs> you've, got, you've got a blindness for stuff that doesn't affect you. I know, right. and that's why, and, and that's why I was thrilled that a shark ate some Russian cunt. <laughs> okay. Anyone want to buy some shoes? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>